How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And so Nick Costos joins us now. Uh, you are the warm-up act for Hangman Adam Page in 90 minutes. What's up? Love it. Love me some Hangman. I've been watching Hangman Adam Page since he was at NJPW like many years ago. So absolutely love that. Great to be on with you. Yeah, what should I ask him about that? Because I didn't, I don't, you know, I'm talking about wrestling. I don't care. AEW and NJPW are doing this thing, this Forbidden Door pay-per-view coming up this weekend. I don't, you know, I watch AEW. I watch WWE still, but I don't, I didn't know about all these guys when they started this thing. I didn't really know about Young Bucks. I barely knew about Omega. What should I talk to him about? Yeah, uh, sure. Um well, I guess like when Hangman was in NJPW, which is like a Japanese professional wrestling, which is like, you know, like I, I'm trying to think of like a, a good like sports analogy to make towards it. I don't even know like what, like what it would be really. It would be like, I guess, like New Japan would almost be like the NBA and WWE would be like college basketball with the way that like sports fans look at it. Um, like college basketball is like a like a like a, a worse product, but might be more entertaining in a way. And like New Japan is like the, the product is better. Like the wrestling in New Japan is better, but they don't do a lot of like the uh, like the over the top entertainment stuff that American wrestling does. I think they're both really fun. And a lot of the wrestlers in AEW got their start in New Japan. You mentioned Kenny Omega, who's my favorite wrestler of all time, and like I, I he's the reason I started watching New Japan many years ago. And, uh, and yes, yeah, so I guess you could ask Hangman, like, when he was in New Japan, I wouldn't say he was, like, a jobber. That would not be true, which is, like, the term for person that loses all the time. But he was someone that was on the come, like, on the up and up. And uh, he started, like, really cutting his teeth there and starting to get really good. And he kind of rode that momentum into stardom at AEW. So kind of, like, I don't know, maybe, like, the, like, how it, like, how he was able to make the transition from, like, mid-Carter. And maybe don't use that term because it's insulting. But, like, the superstar, like, he was a guy in New Japan, and now he's one of the guys in AEW. Is that helpful? Okay, you were mid-card in Japan and now champion. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Well, he's not the champion anymore, but yeah. And he's in I a, know. He's, he I, lost a pump, which I think was the wrong call. So here's here's what I another thing you should ask him. <laughs> I don't know what the match is going to be. Like how it's, it might be a tag match or a triple threat match, but he's likely to be. Actually, I don't know if this is true or not. In a match with either Okada or Jay White at uh, at Forbidden Door, Okada's like the best wrestler in the world. It has been for many years. Like American wrestling fans, like largely don't know who he is. Okada, O K A D A. You could ask him about Okada and Jay White is the current New Japan champion. Uh, he'll be on the card, and he's like the best heel in wrestling right now. So you could ask him about those two guys also. There yeah, he go. took him out last week. Uh, I'll ask him about that. Okay. All right, yeah, Nick. All right. Jay White is tremendous. Oh, yeah. Hangman Adam Page, 930 on this show, and then AEW tonight in Milwaukee. Nick Costos. Don't the other- you regret asking me those questions? Don't you regret asking me those questions?
No, you know what's interesting? So this is great because our uh, we have a poll question up this week. We have Summerfest here, a big music concert. We're giving away tickets all week long. And one of the questions that we're asking today is, what's something that you wish we talked about more on the station? Because I've got all these other interests, but, you know, we stick to the main stuff. But one thing I think is a big deal is this golf saga with the Live Golf Tour. And I'm fascinated by every aspect of it. And uh, people, every time I bring it up, like the phone lines light up to tell us to stop. What I'm trying to tell people is, look, there's another, you know, the money's coming where it's coming from. We're going to put that aside just for the sake of the conversation, because we haven't seen this in our generation. The The AFL came and challenged the NFL. They merged. The ABA came and challenged the NBA, and then they merged. Now this Live Golf Tour is legitimately challenging or making, you know, making things different with the PGA. I think it's, I think it's fascinating. I think you saw how good the PGA is. The U S open was great, but I I'm just captivated by every single part of this. And I, 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 I thought that would resonate with the audience, but every time we talk golf, they call in and yell at me. Why do, why do they yell? Cause like, they don't like golf or because golf like, is boring. Like, golf is stupid. I don't like to watch yeah, golf. Well, I mean, like I'm yeah, telling I mean, like, you, dude, this is the, this is, yeah. this is like a huge story. Yeah, I mean, listen, like, like people are dumb. Like, golf is great. Like, I'm not saying it's, like, as good as football or, like, Bucks playoff basketball. Like, I, I don't think it's like that. But, I mean, it's awesome. And, look, like, I guess, like, you know, you kind of have to be a – I don't You don't have to be a sports better. But, like, betting on golf, and I'll just make this pitch for people, and obviously, like, bet responsibly. Like, don't, don't go crazy with any of this stuff. Betting on golf is ridiculously fun. Like, ridiculously fun. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm pumped about live. Now, the one thing you don't want with live, whether you're a golf fan or whether you're a, like, someone who likes to bet on golf, or, or play like golf daily fantasy. You don't want Liv to take away like all the good guys from the PGA, and then the PGA becomes unwatchable because Liv doesn't know what it's doing yet. That would be bad. But like, as it stands right now, like if the Liv guys can compete at majors, and like the PGA is going to have these new events next year with huge purses, like it seems to me at the moment at least that this could still be like a huge positive. So kind of holding out hope that that's the case. But golf as a betting sport is really fantastic, and I can tell you because I bet on everything. There's almost, like, no sweat. And football's my favorite, so, like, nothing can ever beat football. But, like, on a, on a Sunday, when you have a golf outright and the golfer is in contention and he's, like, one off the lead or he has the lead by a stroke or he's tied, every stroke takes on such unbelievable importance. Like, it is, it is a fantastic sport to play fantasy on, a great sport to bet on. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to lie and be like, yeah, I like golf better than baseball. I don't, or football or basketball. Like, I don't. But it, it is definitely worth people's time, especially around this time of year. And, and I'll, I'll make it to people right now. I think golf is like, and I'm into baseball also, like, golf might be the most entertaining thing going on right now. And I know that sounds crazy to people, but, like, I promise it's true. And I'm not, like, a huge golf fan. I don't get paid to say that. It's just my thought. Oh, when I won, uh, when Ricky Fowler won the players, and I had him, like, 25 to 1, that was the most captivating. Like I remember every that last hour of the tournament because he was way behind and then he charged back. I remember like I can picture every shot in my head because it was awesome. It's sick. It's <laughs> awesome. It's amazing. Like I had I had Morikawa on that. Morikawa goes into Saturday like one off the lead <laughs> and shoots seven over. It was absolutely brutal. But like I had Rory the week before and that was really great in one. I had Harold Varner over Memorial Day at like fifty to one and like. On Sunday, completely imploded. Like it's not always great. Like you don't always win, obviously. But yeah, like tr- tremendously fun and a great way to waste time on like on like a lazy like Sunday afternoon watching golf. Absolutely. Oh, I'm a dad, so on Father's Day, I 
I did the Father's Day special. I fell asleep during a baseball game and a golf tournament. I, I finally pretty awesome. realized my uh, destiny of doing that. Real quick on baseball, since we're talking Brewers Cardinals, they play this week. You know, just kind of a big picture on the National League. The Brewers and Cardinals are pretty similar. They are about 500 against the league that's not Reds or Pirates. And then against those two teams, they're both like 12 and 4. And what I what I'm what it's feeling like is, yeah, the NL Central race could be interesting. I think it'll be the Brewers, but gosh, maybe it's the Cardinals. I mean, it could be either or. They're in the series right now. Brewers win Monday, Cardinals win Tuesday. Brewers will probably win the night. Cardinals will probably win tomorrow. I feel like they're gonna. There's gonna be this real epic battle for the NL Central all season long, and then they're gonna get to the playoffs and just get destroyed by one of these other teams. That's my kind of read on the Brewers and and the NL Central. So just asking you what you think right now with the Central, and then do they even have a chance either of the teams to go any further than that? Well, just uh, just like look, to tell you what the betting market thinks, the Brewers are and the two teams are tied for first place right now after Rob. Uh, after the, the Cardinals win last night after uh, Burns destroyed them a couple nights ago. Um, Milwaukee's favored about minus 160, and St. Louis is plus 120. So the betting market still likes Milwaukee to win the division. I think it makes sense. Like Milwaukee's obviously dealing with injuries to its rotation, and they get these guys back, obviously, fronted by Brandon Woodruff, and I think there's a strong case to be made that Milwaukee is a better team than St. Louis. And St. Louis is really funny. Like, they have a bunch of different contenders for postseason awards, whether it's Goldschmidt, who's the favorite for NL MVP and Arenado, you know, the, no, Nolan Gorman and, uh, and, uh, and and Brendan Donovan for National League Rookie of the Year. Like, it's very interesting how this is working with the Cardinals, having these, like, like award favorites here. But I still think that the Milwaukee Brewers are a better team, and the betting market kind of agrees. So I think Brewers fans should relax a little bit, like I understand maybe getting a little tense um, with, the, with the series going on right now and the two teams tied for first. But Milwaukee has reinforced this on the way back. So I, I, I still like Milwaukee to win the National League Central. As far as the National League as a whole is concerned, like Milwaukee's got like, got like you know, presumably if guys are healthy, it's got a bunch of stud starting pitchers and like, you know, a stud in the bullpen. So I, I would never count out the Brewers in the National League in a short series. I, I, I would, I still kind of impartial a little bit towards the Mets. And I am a New Yorker, but I'm a Yankee fan, so I'm not a Mets fan. But, you know, once they get to Grom and Scherzer back, I mean, that's that's pretty electric. And Scherzer's going to be back somewhat soon. They just started double-A last night for the Rumble Ponies in Binghamton. Uh, so, like, w- once the mm-hmm. Mets get those guys back, Buck Showalter's obviously a tremendous manager. Like, the, the Mets are, are, are obviously great. And then, like, the Dodgers just, it's, it's wild. Like, Bueller is, is hurt. Kershaw's hurt. And now that Tony Gonsolin's nine and zero, like gets another win last night, is nine and zero. He could win. He could go like sixteen and one and be the NL Cy Young Award winner. So obviously, I think like those are like your big four teams. The Braves are still lurking there. I give the Brewers a chance because of what they've got at the front of their rotation. Do I think they're like the best team in the National League? No, but I mean the Braves looked terrible going into the All Star break last year and won the World Series. So you know who the hell knows with Major League Baseball? But I do still think the Brewers will make the playoffs, and I do think they'll still win the division. The uh, NBA draft tomorrow. I want to talk to you about that, obviously, because there's a lot that you can bet on that. Two, I just look at like the mock drafts, and it seems like the consensus is Jabari Smith to the Magic, Chet to the Thunder, Bancaro to the Rockets, Ivy to the Kings. Is that how it's going? Smith, Holmgren, Bancaro, Ivy? Or is, is there any chance of a shakeup there? And if so, where? Yeah, I definitely think there's a there's chance of a shakeup. I do want before I kind of give you my thoughts here, I want to preface this by saying like when I came on with you in the weeks leading up to the NFL draft, 
I was pretty consistent, right? That like I, I've got great sources in the NFL, and I'm yeah. never going to lie and say I've got great sources in other sports and like gave out like candidly. And like I don't always give out winners. I love the Celtics in the NBA Finals, a brutal series for me. But like, yep, I gave out a lot of winners on the NFL draft. I have a lot of sources in the NFL. That was really great. Had a lot of great information. Um, my information is not great in, <laughs> in the NBA, and I actually feel like just from talking to people, whether it's pro betters or people in the media, it's a harder event to figure out. And I'll just give like a, a few seconds why it, it's different from the NFL draft and then give you kind of like where I'm at right now on the top couple picks in the draft. The NFL draft is a little easier because it's like, let's say that like, uh, like, uh, like the Packers are, uh, the Packers are a bad example because they actually did. Let's say it's, uh, you know, Cincinnati's on, on the clock, right? And there's a star quarterback on the board. Cincinnati's not taking that quarterback because Cincinnati has Joe Burrow, right? They're going to be like a team with a star left tackle and there's a star left tackle out there that you could draft. They're not going to take the left tackle because they have one already. Whereas in the NBA, it's like everyone's looking for the same thing, like legendary superstar. So it's like you could have, you know, a great point guard, but if like you think this guy, this this point guard in the draft is going to be like a Hall of Famer, like a guy that can win you championships, but like you're going to take him. And every team's looking for that. So the NBA draft becomes a little bit harder for that reason, like harder to slot guys in. So that's just kind of like betting the NBA draft is a little different from the NFL draft in that regard. As far as the top three picks go, from everything that I understand and the people I talk to, this is all still very much in the air. You're hearing rumors now that Chet Holmgren's medicals are not great, right? So is there a chance Chet Holmgren? I'm not saying he's going to, but there's a chance I think Chet Holmgren slips out of the top three. Holmgren currently has the third longest odds to be the number one overall pick after having like basically tied with Jabari Smith a couple days ago to be the first overall pick. Paolo Bancaro has taken a ton of money to go first overall. There are whispers that Bancaro is actually going to be the first overall pick coming up tomorrow night. Jabari Smith remains the favorite here. I just think there's tons of uncertainty. And, and all it's going to take is like one surprise early in the draft and things are going to shake out entirely differently than people think. Another thing to keep in mind, Oklahoma city is picking second Sacramento's picking fourth. These are two teams that are known to just like do things on and you're just like, what the hell just happened here? The Kings historically are one of these teams that like make horrendous decisions and the Thunder recently make decisions. And I'm not saying they're bad necessarily where you're like, what, what the hell just happened here? Like, would it, would it really surprise anyone if the Thunder or the Kings threw like a major curveball at everybody here? So I can tell you the Rockets love Paolo Bancaro. I don't know if he's going to be there. If I had to bet on the first overall pick right now, I'd actually bet Bancaro and I'd take the plus money on him based on what I'm hearing. He's about plus 200 right now at Bet Rivers. I just think there's so much less certainty with this draft than there was with the NFL draft. Uh, we'll give out bets today and tomorrow. We'll have guests on the show giving that information out. I just don't want to misrepresent myself to your audience here. That's what I know right now. Um, and Usman Dieng, by the way, um, under 12 and a half is a bet that we made yesterday for people that are interested. Yeah, it's You Better You Bet is where you want to check out all the latest again on the Odyssey app and many great stations around this country. Nick Costos, thank you for the prep on Hangman Adam Page. Uh, I'm sure you'll look forward to my interview with him in uh, 75 minutes or so and then enjoy Dynamite tonight. And look for me because I have really good seats. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Uh, Appreciate it, man. Great being on with you. Wishing you and your listeners minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. And again, you want to bet on the NBA draft, check us out tonight and tomorrow, of course. We'll have a bunch of guests on giving uh, some valuable bets, uh, position over-unders, and who's going to go number one overall. Thanks, Nick. You got it. Nick Costos, the Costos on Twitter. You better, you bet. Great program. Do check that out on the Odyssey app. What-
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.